You are now listening to Alcast the podcast No Cap Big Facts now let's proceed The music got the Harry Fry. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Alcast, the podcast. This is officially episode 10. We out here. 10 episodes in the books. I'm on y'all head, man. And I'm here with my trustee. I call him trustee. I don't know what I said that for. That's just something new I just came up with. I've been trying to come up with names for, for my dad. But I'm here with my dad, Al. The bad guy, Sanders. What up, people? Around certain crowds, they tend to think he's a bad guy. But my dad is not a bad guy. If my dad a bad guy, does that make me Al the bad guy, Sanders Jr.? <laughs> I'll take it. Hell, I'll be a bad guy. Hey. Here we go. So, yo, we back with another episode. We miss you guys. I know it's been a, a couple of weeks that we haven't uploaded uh, but we back, man. I'm, I'm going to make sure this one get out. We did record, uh, I believe, not last week. What did we record last week? It wasn't last week, was it? No, it wasn't. We recorded the week before last. But I'm going to use that as a, as an episode I throw out where we need need an episode pronto. We're going to start being a little bit more consistent on the episode. Just on my part, it's got everything to do with me, usually because it's either family or I work the night before, and I don't want to give you all that sluggish, buggish energy i want to give y'all excellent excellent energy but before we get into it y'all already know the vibes we got our picks let's go outcast podcast live Episode 10 Rest in peace grandma we love you Live forever in heaven I can't wait to see you again What made you choose this song, Pop? Well, I chose it because it's time for us to um, really come together. And, you know, you got people out here living in a, um, in, a, in a fantasy world. It's time for reality. You know, folks think, you know, I'm going to have this woman because the way she looked. And the same thing with women. That's got the way he looked. But what do they look like before they come out? Let's go. You know, what do they look at? You know, what do they look like? What are they outlooks? 
on things. So what you are they on the inside? What are they on the yeah. outside? So you got to remember that face they put on on the outside might not be the face they have on the inside. Come on. So you got to be careful. You know, you just don't, don't, don't chase after no person because of the way they look. You know what I'm saying? Looks can be deceiving like they say. So, hey, it's up to y'all. If you want that fantasy, take it. If you want reality, take it. Me, I prefer reality. Open your eyes. Episode 10. Victory. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. It's the vibe. Yeah, you know the vibe. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I love it. I love it. It's cold. <laughs> oh, I love it. You. My dad always got the top picks, baby. That beautiful voice you can hear in this Philip Belly. Philip Belly? Yep. Let's go, let's go. Okay, okay, okay. We back. We back, y'all. Like I said, we back with another episode of Outcast the Podcast. You know the vibes. We choose the tunes. We play the tunes. You vibe with the tunes. If you want to listen to the tunes, go ahead and listen to the tunes. Uh, yo, I'm going to choose an unsigned artist. This guy I've been listening to. I listen to him through my, through my relationship. I listen through my, through my ex-relationship. I listen to, uh, to him through... Uh, working out and getting my body together and stuff like that. I just dabbled back with his music uh, two days ago at work, and I was listening to it. I'm looking like, man, this bring back memories. So I'm gonna uh, shout out my boy K Heller off his album Shift. Uh, this song is called Yesterday. Tell me if y'all vibe with the bars. Uh, when I was listening to it, it's more of like a youth type thing, and he was he was speaking knowledge. So. It's only right that I play uh, this song right here, right now, since I'm getting back in that hunger mindset of attacking and getting it done. Let's go. Outcast podcast, y'all know the vibes. Let's get it. I'm still young, I'm barely 
old enough to drink yet Still don't know if I'm confident in the way I think yet Yeah, still throwing words down on the paper like an inkjet And when you put my tape in, I'm hoping you don't eject So I'm living in the fear of becoming a reject though Maintaining, being sure that I'm respectful If I said it, I'ma reach that goal But if I get it, I ain't peak yet though And they like to say because I dress the way I dress Act the way I act It's a common someone like me could rap the way I rap All I ever want is platinum on my plaques But the way that they react that has me snapping like is that too much to ask shit well i guess so maybe i should let go seems to me like it's a bunch of bulldog friends no but i guess that's how it goes down another l's a lesson learned but i know now because lord knows i'm growing older but i ain't getting wiser the weather's getting colder while the sun is getting high i tried to uber up to heaven but the devil was my driver it's a hard knock life i'm just preaching to Quite naturally, I'm colder in the winter. I ain't saying that I'm sick, but the flow can influence ya. Holding on my pencil as I scroll through all my mentions. So much bullshit on my feet, I can throw it out the window. Hope this don't offend ya, but only if it fits ya. It's like they know my life more than I know my own agenda. I'm trying to go the higher road, but stuck in my position. People like this say I'm lying, for they find out what the gist is. They find it where my fist is. For instance, it's probably where your chin sits. Right below your nose, where your lips split. They feel some kind of hate like I'm a misfit. Something like a power hitter at the plate when he switch it. Yeah, you're out of your lane, you're out of your league. Uh, they call me insane, I probably agree. Uh, they watching my game, they bound to believe. Cause this ain't even a glimpse of what I got in my sleeve. And Lord knows I'm growing older, but I ain't getting wiser. The weather's getting colder while the sun is getting high. I tried to Uber up to heaven, but the devil was my driver. It's a hard knock life, I'm just preaching to the choir. Lord knows I'm growing older, but I ain't getting wiser. Weather's getting colder while the sun is getting high. Trying to Uber up to heaven, but the devil was my driver. It's a hard knock life. I'm just preaching to the choir. Who is that again? K Heller. K Heller. K Heller. Uh, K H E L L A. He be on some boy. That boy be spitting. Uh, yeah, man. Song called Yesterday by K Heller. Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Fantasy uh, was the first song. So if y'all want to go vibe with those songs, go check them out, man. They on Apple Music and and other stuff. So we back with another episode of Outcast the podcast. I keep saying it again and again. This is episode ten. Oh yeah, we pushing, we moving, we 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 on the way up. Uh, so let's 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 get this started. You say K Helen. K Hella H E L L A. Okay, and what's the name of that song? Uh, it's called Yesterday. Uh, all right, so just get this mug going, man. So, Dad, how was your how was your week? It was pretty nice. You know, you know, be you know, with what I'm you know going through. Yeah. Yep, he got a video out. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you, because uh, like, I guess we could we could talk about it. Uh, I lost my grandma. Yeah. Uh, first ever family member that was that close to me, as far as like in relation. For me. Right. Uh, 
you lost your mother. Yep, that's mine. It's, it's it's something, you know. Like I say, Dad lost him back in '89. Yeah, Granddad. You know, and um, we made it through that. But now it's Mom, and I know to all those out there who had lost their mom before, I didn't understand, so I would never comment. Yeah. On it because I didn't lose a mom. I only could relate to losing those your dad. that lost dads. That lost dads, I related, but now I could relate to people that lost their mothers. Yeah. You know, I'm part of that crowd now. Uh-huh. And um, it was it's a hurting feeling, but um, she raised me and my sisters well, so we 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 gonna be able to hang on in there and move on, and cause we got children, we still you know have to see over and raise yes. and stuff like that. You know, even though you and your um other four siblings are grown, you still got a baby sister. True. So I still gotta um you know make sure I'm there for her. So, um, other than that, um, I think one of the things, uh, about growing up is that you never outgrow your parent. Right. Ever. So in that sense of needing that advice or that, that conversation and stuff like that, I'll never outgrow to be like, Hey, just cause we grown, we grown. No, you always be dad. So at the end of the day, I'm always going to hope, like call you for information or something to talk about or chopping it up right and i love being able to have that conversation have being able to call you and reach out to you because like 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 we've said multiple times before on this podcast in the past it wasn't it wasn't at, at liberty for me to reach out to you it wasn't especially when we was younger right. we didn't we didn't get that choice right and as we got older, we start recognizing and realizing that we get to have that choice. Sean even said it to me uh, the other night when y'all had the, uh, y'all went out for his wedding. Yeah. My brother got married also. You uh, we went out for his wedding at Milestones. Right. He said, man, it feels so good to have my dad there, to have you there. And he was like, I'm, I was... I'm, he said, Albert, I'm genuinely happy. I'm happy that he was there. I'm glad that you talked to me. He talked to me. Like, I'm right. glad that you talked to me and showed me that because him seeing you and Mama socialize, he said, Albert, he said, you had to be there because it, it looked like they was going throwbacks with the conversation. I was like, throwback? What you talking about? Like, you know, they, they looked like they was on a little, a little date <laughs> over there talking about stuff. He said, Mama asked you, Al, you ever go get married again? You said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and he had me cracking up laughing. So, like, I wish, man, I wish I didn't have to work. I wish I could have been there just right, to see right. that. That conversation, because once when 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 y'all was sitting down next to in front of uh, next to each other, and y'all was conversating, and then Allie came up, and y'all was talking and stuff like that. I, so it hit me like my mom and dad is conversating right now, having a conversation about you know it even matter. It could have been about how green the grass is. I, it just it, it brought like joy to me and stuff like that. But we we would never outgrow like even becoming adults. You never outgrow your parents. Your parents is your parents and. And especially if you have good parents, it's always the people that you want to go to for advice and information. Uh, But one of the things I wanted to ask you was, what's your most fondest, most 
like inspiring memory because I always hear you talk about granddad right. and he always give you the advice which is somebody I wish I could have sat in a room yeah. with it was basically like sitting with you but somebody I only wish I would have sat in a room with and he pulled up a chair in front of me and he just like um, talk because I can listen to like older people oh, talk yeah. about the you randomness the of their yeah. life and all that stuff so if what was what's your what's your fondest memory about grandma and what's the 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 most inspirational thing she ever said or or done for you the most funniest memory that i think was it was funny to me i remember when i was a liberty boy i didn't know how to blow up my balloon yeah i was trying i, I pulled it everything trying to blow it up so i put a little water i couldn't i thought that didn't work so i put a little water in it and it still didn't work i was like my i need some help i can't blow up my balloon she said give it here i'll blow it up for you so <laughs> i she got a hold of it. She was like, <sighs> it was a little water in the bottom of it still that she didn't know about. Yeah. Because it was a real big balloon. She started blowing it up <sighs> and talking to me at the same time, holding it, blowing it up. <sighs> so when it got to a certain size, it bust. It was like, boom, and all the water <laughs> went on her face. And she was like, whoa. <laughs> her eyes shut. <laughs> And she had water dripping off her eyelashes, you know, because for all that don't that don't know, for all the ones, let me say it again, that don't know, you think this eyelash phase that they doing now was it's happening now. No. My mother, my aunties, my older cousins, all them wore eyelashes back then, so that's nothing new. They done been there and done that. Yeah. But it it's was It's all coming back. It's now. all coming back, but it was dripping off her eyelashes. Her face was all wet up and stuff. And, yeah. shit. and I was over there laughing. It was so funny and stuff. So daddy was like, what's wrong, Tina? And she said, this boy didn't put water in the balloon. And I didn't even know that I blew it and, bust, and it busted out water. He looked at it and water was on her face. So he started laughing too and stuff. <laughs> it was so fun. That was a fun memory. But, you know, it's a lot of fun memories of her. And um, when... um. I feel like this when James Brown came out with that song Papa Don't Take No Mess yeah. he should have came out with Mama Don't Take No Mess cause those people that's listening to this probably my age or you may be a little younger than me or, or a little older than me if y'all grew up like I did Mama didn't take no mess nope. because um, she was always straight up with us she never bit her tongue never cause I remember one time also we had a Christmas tree and um, me and my sisters, we kept going past the Christmas tree. We the ones really messed it up because it kept falling. It was a real tree. It kept falling. So we would lift it up. It would fall. Mama would lift it up and stuff. So Mama said, if that tree fall again, I'm throwing it out. So we didn't want it to fall no more. So we wouldn't run past it or nothing or anything. The tree decided to fall down because one of us bumped it. All I know, we was coming back in. A tree went out the door. Mama grabbed the whole tree and tossed it out the door. And me and my sisters, we was crying. Ah, Mama threw the tree out. Ah. We cried and all that type of stuff. Daddy was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? We was like, Mama took the tree and she died. We couldn't get the, cry, to get the words out. Mm -hmm. So he asked, so Mama go tell him, I threw the damn tree out. I told him if it kept falling, I was throwing it out. 
I mean, she threw it out. It was all decorated. She just tossed it out in the snow. Dang. And my daddy was like, oh, my God. We were sitting there crying. He left. And he came back. That was our first. Every year we had a real tree. This was our first year with an artificial tree. So the, the tree that she threw out was, was real. real. She grabbed that bad boy and tossed it. Dang. And tossed it. What? Why it kept falling? It was like not hooked up? No, everything was hooked right, but we messing with it. As kids, you know, you up under the tree doing what they tell you not to do, trying to see what's what up under there. And that's what we was doing. Wow. So she said, if it falls again, she picked that bath through it. I just set the gifts right there. The gifts was sitting right where the tree was sitting at. And Daddy went and bought an artificial tree, and that was the first one we ever had, artificial tree. Dang. Yep, and that was one of the memories that I never forget. Me and my sisters, then we still talk about it today. That was she threw that. But she said she was gonna do it, and she done it. Would y'all like thinking like you ain't gonna throw that tree away? Yeah, yeah, that's what we was thinking. I'm like, she just talking mess. She blowing smoke. Ah, she threw that tree out. We should have known better than that though, because she always stuck to what she was gonna do. She always, you know what I'm saying. When it was time for us to get in trouble, she. She, she'll get you. But if she didn't feel like getting you, she'll talk to you and say, the next time, I'm going to beat your ass. Mm-hmm. That's what she used to say. I'm giving you a warning. But she was more or less, when she said she was going to beat your ass, she beat it. Who was the most disciplined, uh, granddad or grandma? Who was the one that be like, you know what? I, I'm, I ain't tolerating it. And it. All daddy had to do was um, give, y'all a look or give us a look and say it. So we didn't too much mess with him. But when he did get tired... He'll make you bend over and touch your toes, and you get five. And each time you get a whip, to go up five. I I made it up to ten. That's what I made it up. But your auntie Tanya, well, she was at twenty-five. God damn. Twenty-five. You know your auntie, she was the toughest out of everybody. That's why he used to always tell mama something wrong with that girl. <laughs> she she woke the whooping. Yeah, I remember one time she got when she was saying ouch, and daddy said, Tina, what's wrong with this girl? Hey, she was out cold. Dang. She was out cold. But, you know, mama, like I say, mama was the one that, um, you know, she, she, he disciplined. I got to say something, but I believe she probably whooped us more than he did. Mama's always whooped more, don't they? Yeah. yeah. What'd you say? Yeah. That, it takes a minute for dad to get yeah. there. And once dad get there, it's on, yeah. it's on point. What was your, what was your, um, most inspiration, like an inspirational thing that she did or said that really stuck with you throughout your life? She done so many, but I can say the one, the most inspirational thing I can actually say is when, what she did was when, uh, she thought that I was having financial problems. She thought that I was, but I wasn't. Yeah. And she was going to give me everything that she had to get me out the band I was in. But I told her, I said, I'm good, mama. I'm glad that you're there. But the one most important thing she did do, and I thank her for this today. Y'all might think I'm crazy. But when I got locked up, daddy wanted to come get me. Or he was gonna come get you out. I caught that drug case in Ohio, in Cleveland, and he was gonna come get me. Lord knows if he would have came and got me, I wouldn't going back to court. I'm gonna just be honest with you. They would have just been looking for me forever. (laughs) Yeah, but Mama was like, "Leave him there. Leave him there." 
and in her head, at least she know where you at. Yep. And she know you in there, and she yep. ain't got to go look for you. That was <laughs> one thing that, you know, I was like, out of everything that she done, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I look back at it now. First, I was kind of teed off about it, but I'm glad she did it. Because I would have got out, I probably would have went back doing the same thing. Well, I'm out, nah, boom, 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 I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah, but she told dad, she said, leave him there. And I, they argued, my sister was telling me they fussed and argued about it. She said, leave him there. Leave him there. And he uh, he, he finally agreed. Yep, agreed. And that's why I stayed for two years. Wow. For two years. That's why I stayed. When they let me, when I got paroled out. Mama knows. I, yeah, she leave him there. And when I came home, I ain't gonna lie to you. I dipped and dab back in it. It mm-hmm. wasn't heavy, but um, I went and got my high school diploma and got me some college in. Is that when um, when you came home? That when you met my mom, or because that woman you was in school I while met I your, was right. I met your mom. I got out. I went in '87. Got out in '89. I met your mom. I was born five years later. Yep. Trish was born in 89. For real? Yeah. Okay. I went, um, she the same age, your cousin, um, Anthony is. 32? Oh, Anthony was born in 89. Oh, Anthony was born in 89. And Michael was born in 87. Mm. Um, But, um, um, I met your mom in about 91, 92, probably 92. Something around that area. Yeah. You know, what year Alante was born? Uh, 93. 93. 93. I met your mama when she was two months pregnant with him. Mm. Yep. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, it's still, still stings. Uh, I had to, because uh, I, I went to work, because I didn't even tell you this. When you when you called it and uh when, who told me uh Alicia told me and then I I my phone kept dying and I didn't want to get on the phone with you and my phone was gonna yeah, die so right. before you you had end up calling me uh at first when it when it hit me I'm looking like dang dad lost his mama and I go to work and my head is still dang dad lost his mama. And while I'm at work, I'm working. I started to think. I said, dang, I lost my grandma. Somebody that I was not even been able to really build a strong, strong relationship with. Mm-hmm. And when I got to work, I found myself kept tearing up. Right. Because of the, the things that could have been. Uh, I was supposed to put together for Allie to meet her and meet great-grandma. Uh, and because she was going to move up here. Yep, she in was going up. In July, August. She was going to be here. What's today's date? The t- 26th. As the date of 26th. The 24th. Today's the 24th. Yeah. She would have been here on the 28th. She was supposed to move up here with us because she stayed in Ypsilanti. And... And that's what I was waiting on. I'm looking like she's gonna be up here 24/7. So we're gonna, it's gonna happen. Like right. I'm gonna make sure I set it up. 
And then now she didn't even get the whole alley. Yeah. And the the love I felt off of meeting her what last year mm-hmm. and she met Trish and everything. Mm-hmm. The love that I felt off her was so it wasn't like a the love that I was used to as far as I I hate I I don't like putting I mean I'm you know how people say oh you you have to have to love somebody mm-hmm. or uh the bible says you have to forgive your parents or you, you forgive people or you yeah. go to or you yeah. go to hell or something like that mm-hmm. it, it didn't feel like that the love that i have for you the love that i have for my family the love that i have for alicia shine the love that i have for everybody is love that i genuinely love them there is mm-hmm. no nothing to do with a book Right. Or nothing right. like that. Right. So the hug that she gave me, the tears that she shed yeah, for me that. was for like genuine love, which was one of the first times me I'm feeling that. Right. And she hugged me and she squeezed me. Not harder than great grandma, cause great grandma, she she still got it. She hugged the hell out of me, squeezed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she will, man. Man, she squeezed the hell out of me. But though, that was like the most powerful thing. I nothing but great positive energy came off of her, mm-hmm. and she hugged me and she just squeezed me. And I'm looking like, what is this? Like, what is what is this feeling? Right. She, it's not. You don't want nothing. Yeah. I don't need nothing from you. Here's my love. Right. Genuine love. And I'm one of the things it, 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 it like I'm at work and I'm tearing up about it. And I had to let my boss know I'm like, I can't my grandma just passed I can't be here right now because I'm not thinking about working. I'm not thinking about I'm literally like it just kept happening. I'm like, I'm like, Albert, calm down. Come on, man. Yeah. Just get yourself together. Calm down. So I'm looking like, okay, I'm gonna calm down. And it's, it kept over and over and over hitting me. So I left and went home. And I I told Trish, I was like, Trish, because you know, it was Trish's birthday. Right. Right. So I went home. I'm like, babe. I'm I'm like, I never lost nobody close to me. Right. I'm like, babe, I'm sad. And that was a shocker. It it was shock to me because of what could have been in this person that I know. And the genuine love that she gave me. Right. And her not being able, like the last post, you've seen the last post she posted said, Grandma loves grandbaby and uh, great, great grandbaby and grandson. Last post. I I even asked her. I said, "Who is Albertine?" Yeah, that's, that's your that's grandma. Your, that's your grandma. I'm looking like, like <laughs> she said, and I said, "We love you too." Right. Man, that mother hit me, and I I in shock. Like, and and that's crazy because I never been through it. Right. So for it to happen, and me not being able to see her smiling face anymore unless through a picture. It's gonna be it. It's, yeah. it's gonna always hurt you, but I know that this is your mother. This is your mama, mm-hmm. person that taught you to be the man that you are. And they always say, cause they say dad give that tough love, 
and mom is the heart. Right. Uh, Denzel Washington's son said it. My dad taught me how to hunt. My mom taught me how to love. Right. So losing somebody that taught you how to love, it's yeah, it's something. It's something. It's something. Like yeah. you have no reason to to. Like if, if it weren't for you having kids, like you wouldn't have no reason to love. Like you'd be like, I, I feel like if if knock on wood, if I lose, mama, I would be hurt by it because of not reconciling what needs to be reconciled. Right. And I I would be hurt by it because, even though we didn't see eye to eye. Like, that relationship that you and grandma had. Yeah. I, it's, it's so authentic and it's so yeah, beautiful. Everybody say that it's so beautiful and authentic. If if you wasn't a grown ass man, I'd be like you a mama's boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. That's one thing that she said I wasn't gonna be because my uncle, her baby brother. You was the only boy. Yeah, yeah. My uncle, my mom's baby brother, he passed recently. You know, he passed a month before mama. Yeah, and um, he. God bless it. So he was a mama's boy. And mama told me, you better not never, I'm, you ain't not finna be like that. You is not finna be like that. And and I was like, what you mean? You just not finna be like that. So as time went on, I watched my uncle and stuff like that. And I see why she said it. Because grandma used to try to run his life. And like I told grandma since, she you know. showing you that you, need, you have yeah, to have your, your, own, your own life. Yeah, you have to have your own life. You know what I'm saying? You got to have your own life. You got to get out here, um, experience things, and have your own life. Yeah. That's how she was. And like I say, mama never bit her tongue on nothing. She talked to us like we was grown. And that's what people don't. I be telling people, they be like, what? Yeah, she talked to us like we was grown. She said when, when, when a child know what the hell they doing back in that time because she didn't really cuss but she said when a child know what the hell they doing yeah trying to be slick on stuff they know what they doing that's when the kid gloves come off and you treat I told, them i told to my auntie that i said the more you want to grow up that's when i start being like it's time for me to stop treating you like a kid you, yeah. you you start growing up you start, you start knowing stuff and you start doing stuff and all that want to be grown and all that I have to start treating you like, like I'm talking to somebody, somebody grown. Like, yeah, somebody grown. For example, I think I mentioned this to you before on one of the podcasts. When we was younger, me and your sister, daddy used to be like, you know, when I ask you to do something, I want you to do it. Yeah. But when you don't do it in so many words, you telling me, fuck you. I did you that say, with think TJ. about it. Yeah. I did that <laughs> think about it. You tell you don't do it. That's like, fuck you, man. I ain't doing it. So when you come to me and you ask me to do something for you, you know what I'm gonna tell you to your face? Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> and when he said that and broke it down to me, I was like, wow. You know what I'm saying? You're basically saying I'm not gonna do what you say. I'm not gonna do what you say. You got me throwing it up and fuck you, man. I ain't doing it. So when he told me that, I was like, wow. That's deep. That's deep. That's deep. And mama was right there. I remember when mama was right there when he said it. First she said, Big Al. That's what she said. And then she shut up. <laughs> and then she shut up. He looked at her. She said, 
you know, he done like this with his hand. He shook his head. No, don't interrupt. Mm-hmm. And she didn't. She got quiet. And she listened to everything he said. And then when he got through saying what he said, she shook her head. She said, yeah, he right. <laughs> he right. Because that's what you telling me. So that's why I used to always tell your other sister and brother when I was with their mom. You, you would have told me that at a young age. I would have been like, damn. So if you like, and then after that, you would have told me to do something. I would have got to it because I don't want to say fuck my daddy. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. you, dad. Yeah. Like, nah, I ain't yeah. got to do that shit. Let me yeah. Get, let me let get, get this together. done. That's yeah. what I did when I, when he told me that. Just when, you know, he, we got it together. Yeah. You know, because he used to always say at this point in time, I'm going to be honest with you. You need me more than I need you. There it is. That's what he said. That's the truth. You need me more than I need you. And he was just being real. That's why I said they talked to us like we was grown. And he was just throwing it out there. That's why, like I say, with your other sister, I used to say that stuff to them. And their mom used to get mad. Why are you talking to them like that? No, this is reality. Why are you trying to shelter them from stuff? Seeing you the know, world. You See from the- seeing the world and um, you can't cater to your kids. And that's what she used to do. That's what she done. With her oldest, she catered to her, and then when stuff really hit the fan, she really didn't want to listen in the end. You know what I'm saying? She wanted yeah. to argue back. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no way in the world I would argue with my mama at that age and my daddy. Now, when I got older, mama said something I would kind of say, yeah, you look, have, mama. You, you um, have the grounds to disagree yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, I, I disagree with that. Yeah. Not being disrespectful to her or nothing like that. Never that. I just didn't agree, yeah. you know. But I always respected her 100%. So, when one time I didn't agree with what she was saying, and Sonya was right there. Sonya thought I was disrespecting her. And I said, I'm not disrespecting you, mom. I don't disagree with that right now. That's not something I disagree uh, agree with. with. Yeah, you know because I I, I tell you what happened yeah. off air, <laughs> but um I was um didn't um agree with that. But like I say, when Sonya was and I and I had to tell Sonya, you stay out. This is between me and my mama. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I say I don't get none between you and your mama. It's between me and my mama. It's something I don't disagree with. I'm not disrespecting my mama. I'm not yelling. I'm not doing none of that stuff. Because you're going to always have that respect. Yeah, I'm always going to have that respect. And it was just a disagreement. And she understood and I understood her point. After that, I wasn't mad at her or nothing. She wasn't mad at me. Yeah. And she said to me after we talked, she said, that's how I raised you. She said, I'm glad that you... On point, she I said. So now I know. Your, yeah, I raise yeah, you to think for that's yourself. That's what she said. She said, "That's how I know now. You ain't gonna let nobody else step over you. You know, because you gonna argue the point. You know, you gonna say, you know, not arguing at her, but what she's saying in general. You gonna argue the point. You gonna see where you gonna keep on at it until you figure out where where it fits you. Yeah, where where it makes sense to you. So you know, like I said, then with. I was trying to do that with your other brother and sister, but the, her mom and her her mom's siblings would get mad because I would tell them, you have to, to in order to get respect. You got to give it. You got to give it. You just don't be cutting. There ain't nowhere in the world I would have cut, start arguing with my uncles and aunts at their early age. Heck Because yeah. they have the right to put their foot did, in your, 
your I ass. Did, I nipped that in the bug with uh, Tamaya and TJ. One of the things that they they grew up off of is uh, expressive. I'm just gonna put these two words together: expressive conversation. Mm-hmm. So even if they're talking to you, it can be expressed how they want to express it. Mm-hmm. And I had to let them know, like, y'all live in my house, I run this. Mm-hmm. So if y'all gonna talk to me, if we're gonna talk about having a debate, okay, right. we can have a debate. I'll allow you to have a debate. Right. I'm allowing you to. Right. But once I'm telling you to do something that you need to do. There is no debate. Right. It's just me telling you what to do. Because I know what the outcome going to be if you don't do it. Yes. And they, with me, I'm beyond, with me, they shut up. I'm not, I'm not listening. I'm not right. listening. Right. So stop talking. With their mama, they still lag on and keep talking and all that stuff. But with me, it's like, it's hush mode. I'm hush like, I'm mode, not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, because they know they're not going to get nowhere with me. They ain't going to get nowhere. And that's how your other brother and sister was with me they knew they couldn't get nowhere but they would argue with their mama they would keep doing it mm-hmm. because she would argue back just w- and keep it going I don't and keep it going and keep it going i couldn't like, do that with you, my mama i'm like why are you arguing you, yeah i couldn't do that with my mama. once my mama said what she said that was it you knew my mama and, the hell. And, yeah was it your mama was the same way but it was it <laughs> And, and it wasn't nothing else to be said. That's it. Unless you didn't want to get knocked in the mouth. Knocked the fuck out. Nowadays, yeah. people want to argue with the kids and give them that power to you argue. give them that par- power. I never gave them that. I used to be like, look at Jaleel and do even Danielle. I used to say it to her. Look, I ain't, I ain't the one. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And either you listen or you not. Because if you ain't listening, when the shit hit the fan, that's your ass. And yeah. I'm going to just sit back and I'm going to let the... Um, chips fall where they may. Mm-hmm. That's what my daddy used to tell me. Let the chips fall where they may, because I didn't told you. That's why he used to always tell me, "Do not go over here and sneak in that girl house." That's what he used to say, because if her daddy catch you in it, he beats your ass. He got the right to. That's true. Cause you in his house. Man. But I'm supposed to come over there and take up for your ass after I told you not to do it. And you still gonna do it? The ass kicking you get. You deserve it. You know what I'm saying? And he gonna kick your ass. I said he's. I, my daddy said, long as he ain't trying to kill you or nothing like that. Um, it's all. But but you he got every kid. right to do that because you still in his house. But your dad. We came from an era where granddad would have did it if somebody he seen somebody in his house. Yeah, he would have beat that ass. He would have fucked him up yeah. instantly. You would do it if you see yeah, somebody. Yeah, if, 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 if I used to tell Danielle, if I catch a boy in here, I'm gonna beat his ass. And I'm going to rob him, take his money, and I'm going to throw his ass, I'm throwing his ass out naked. That's and she was like, what, why, why would that's you do my that? Plan. Yeah, she said, why would you do that? I said, me. because I'm robbing him because he was in here, he used my lights, my gas, my water nine times out of ten. You done stuck him some food in here so he can eat and everything else. Uh-huh. That's what That's what, uh, you know what I'm would, saying? I that's my thing. I, leave, I, I throw him out there naked so he can be an embarrassed, so he can go yeah, find his go way home. home. Find your way home. I'm taking everything. Shoot, I'm robbing you. You get robbed. <laughs> Put it like that. You coming. I'm taking every motherfucker. I'm taking thing. the robbing. I'm robbing. Let me tell you why I'm robbing you. For one, you in the room with her. You ain't got on no motherfucking clothes when you stuck in here. So why you need them when you leave? There it is. I would do that. You know that. I ain't playing no I'm game. just saying. That's what I, I told her. But she no never, she never yeah. done that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause I told her, yes, I'm taking every motherfucking thing. I'm taking everything from the 
from 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 the underwear to all the money out of his pocket. It's mine. Everything gotta go. What's the and, he, and if he drove over there, he better hope I ain't got the keys to the car because that's mine too. <laughs> Have your daddy come pick it up. Yep. Have your mom and daddy come pick it up. I told uh, uh what was the what was the uh how did grandma feel about you and having girlfriends and stuff? Was she like like not having girl I know they like, okay, you're gonna have a girlfriend, but like right. was she like a hundred percent even with my mama or with the your 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 previous lady before Slim, what but was I'm gonna be Be honest, like was she mom, like no nah. mom didn't really want me to marry Mama both times. Both times? Cause she seen something there that she said. She said, but she stayed out of it. She said, if I would have said no, you was gonna do it anyway. <laughs> Wish she was right and stuff. And like I say, the uh, marriage with your mom. That was a, your mom even said it when we was um sitting at the table. I asked your brother. She said, yeah, you knew about them church weddings. That was a fourth wedding. She agreed to it. Yeah, she agreed to it. She agreed that it was a forced wedding. Yup, them church weddings sometimes do be forced weddings. Man. I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm gonna say it off the podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna t- tell you, sometimes, because the church, I was they'll saying tell, off, they, they I see things it one way. Yeah. They'll uh, say it one way, and when she was right, and then when I married um, Sonia, she was like, you sure you want to do this again because of what you went through, blah, 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 And she said, she was saying so, so many, I see this. Sometimes you need that person on she, the outside looking in. I see this, but you grown. I can't tell you what to do. I got to let you see it for yourself. And she was right. She, she let me see it for myself. And I really shouldn't have done it, but I did it anyway. So... When she said that certain things were going to happen in the marriage, she was right. She was absolutely right. She was absolutely. So I got to thanks, Mom, and everything. That's why she didn't. She just told me, you learn from your mistakes. Now, when she met Slim, she was like, I like her. I truly like her. Mama said that. She didn't really. She didn't say. I didn't hear her say anything like that. With with your mom and with Sonya, but she said I truly like. She said take your time with her. She said she's special. She said I like her. I'm looking at Mama. That you told me that too before. You said never seen my Mama say something like that before. You like what? All she told me with your Mama and with Sonya was, I can't tell you what to do, but. You're going to do it anyway. You just be careful. I really don't agree with it. Because I see things that you not you in love. You ain't seeing nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm on the outside. I'm looking in. I'm not trying to run your life or nothing. That's what she said. Wow. She said, if, you, if this going to make you happy, I'm happy. But unfortunately, this time went on. It didn't work out. You know what I'm saying and stuff. And, but there was um, a reason for it. Yeah. Uh, we got... I got Lucy, y'all. Yep. Jaleel. And plus, I got y'all. It's a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Alicia. Yep. yep. There's a reason for it. Right. Hopefully, one of us. <laughs> one of <laughs> us pop off. Uh, man, and that's that's crazy. Like just hearing the stories about Grandma, and you know, I don't mean to cut you off. She say, even though 
Slim is younger than you. She has a lot of potential. And she says she don't know that she got that potential. Mama said, Slim thing that she, I never told Slim this. Mama said, Slim thing that she worry about, she worry about what people gonna say. She said, you gotta stop worrying about what people gonna say. You gotta stop worrying about impressing people. Because people going to say what they want to say regardless if you got it or not. People always going to find something or fault. Yeah. That's what she was saying. And she said, that's her problem. She she know you good for her. But it's going to be somebody to come in her ear and she haven't matured enough yet. To realize. To realize that keep them out of your ear because they saying what they saying because they ain't got nobody or they ain't happy. That's what we talked about that too. Like mm-hmm. the uh, the influence people influencing relationships. Yeah, yep. They're not even in a relationship. They ain't even or they in one and they just ain't happy about theirs. So they want you to be mm-hmm. in the same predicament as them. Yeah, you gotta watch out for people like that, man. It, exactly. It's like out I say there. we did discuss this before, and that's what she said about some. That's why she told me she said give her, give her a chance. She said hold on, she's still learning, because she dealt with a bunch of knuckleheads looking for love, and. They wasn't giving. They said, and then the next minute they bail on her or they cheat on her or something like that to her. So her heart going to get hardened when it comes to the right one being around her because she don't know where you you different. Yeah. And she's trying to figure you out, and she and she don't understand. Because she said that to me once. Let me say, I'm still trying to figure you out. Like, don't let it be a mystery. It's Yeah. I am who I am. I am like, who I'm I not, am. I'm not. I'm not here to run game. I'm not gonna struggle job. And right. that's the craziest thing. That's what I had to uh, really drill into Trish to understand. Right, because of what like, she's I'm been not, through. Yeah, I'm not like this, the dudes that you mess with, the knuckleheads. Right. I am on a level of uh, you're not gonna deal with cheating for me because right. I love. I love being faithful. I love to. Yeah, love. yeah. Because you know what? I you're not gonna deal with right. Uh, uh, me putting my hands on you because I want to protect you, not hurt right. you. What you gonna deal with for me is open and honesty. I'm gonna be honest right. as fuck. If I feel something, if I feel uncomfortable, if I feel like something them sit right with me, I'm gonna talk to you about it. I'm not gonna go out and go party with the homies and do something wrong, wrong. about it. Right. I'm gonna come here and tell you about it. Right. So that's what Trish has to deal with with me. Like I'm my honesty, my openness. About talking about how I feel, mm-hmm. so that's something that she's not really used to. And yeah, and, and you know, yeah, and you know, most like, like with that, you know, and then when the good one come around, they seem to want to lock the good person out. That go both ways, mm-hmm. men and women. You lock the good person out, and all they want to do is be there for you, and then you let them slip away. And then they hook up with somebody else and you going out here and do what you finna do. And you see they doing well with who the other person they with. And then they come back trying to get back in. But it's too late now. It is. It's too late. You had your shot. You think I'm finna drop this person and hurt this person's feelings? For you? For you after you done me a certain way? We was just talking about that today. How women, uh, how some women don't like the interracial relationships of a mm-hmm. black man and a white woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people don't like it, but when you re- fast forward time, um, Alicia and I was talking about how, oh, you don't know what black women 
they go through as far as growing up and stuff, and that's what they was dealing with. I would say uh, they was dealing with like, but while you, and I was telling them like, while you deal with what you're dealing with as a woman, so we keep they keep choosing bad guys and yeah. all that stuff because of their childhood or what they go through. And I was like, while you deal with your trauma for say seven years, eight years of what you've been through. I'll be with Rebecca, this white woman or mm-hmm. Asian woman or right. Hispanic woman right. that that wants me because they want me. So we just was having like a whole argument. Like we was loud as hell. I'm losing my voice. If you was here, you'd be cracking up laughing. Because I'm fighting to say all through high school, Pop, I had the worst trouble with black girls. You can bring it to me back. I had the worst trouble with black girls. Worst trouble. Because it's just like they was not feeling me. Right. Because of me being different. Like, I wasn't, like, pants hanging. Yeah. All you that your own style. I was yeah. my own style. My yeah, own yeah. person. Your own so, person. They, don't, they want you to be. But they you, want everybody to be like everybody. But you know who did love me? The white girls. Right. Thank you. Oh, you look really nice. Thank you, ma'am. Do I get a no, I got something right there. Thanks anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she, uh, yeah, I the white woman or the Asian woman. Yeah, like, it's, I was like, you know what? It's a whole little heap out here for yeah. me than me sitting here waiting on you to make you up wanna, your mind. You want to date uh, Thuggy McThug? Thug out. Yeah. Oh, I feel protected. Type shit. I look like look. I can protect you. But at the end of the day, I'm not about to be sitting there. I'm not that example of protection that you're used to. Right. That's what is it, what it is. I'm not that example of protection that you're used and to. And then, when they mess with them type of guys, like I would say, okay, they want to re- be with the guys. They, they got the fresh ride. They got the fresh rides. They got this going on. But let me tell you about them type of guys. I used to be one of them type of guys. Nice ride. Do what I want to do. How I want to drive. All chilling. that type of stuff. Chilling. I had my choices of women. I got a bigger choice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got a real big choice. So it took me to the point to learn that what mama instilled in me. You can't keep going around hurting people's feelings because one day you're going to fall in love and yeah, that shit going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. So it was this one girl I liked. I ain't going to deny it. She was straight in the mud. And she really got me in together. We never stayed together, but she got me together. Dealing with her, really, I really understood. You know, you don't go around hurting people's feelings. She hurt you? Yeah. Damn. My, my ex mm-hmm. hurt the hell out of me, man. Because I was, I was doing that stuff, there. for real, because I was doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? I, and it caught me right back. I wasn't the type of person to be doing stuff, but she got me together with the whole uh, make-believe love. Okay. The whole uh, what you call it, uh, the facade, the fantasy, the white picket fence, the mm-hmm. dog, the white house, the the beautiful family type. She threw all that out the window. There will be flaws in relationships. There mm-hmm. will be problems and all that stuff that you have to face. Mm-hmm. In my head, I was thinking I would didn't have to face none of that. Yeah. I was in make believe land. I told Tris, if if it don't work out between me and her, knock on wood, I will be, Allie will be calling, saying, telling you, 
Hey, daddy got another girlfriend. Daddy got another girlfriend. Daddy got another. I would be out here, Pop. I'm not dealing with. I'm not dealing with another relationship, another heartbreak relationship. Again. Right, right, right. But uh, we, me, me and Trish is growing strong in that area. We think about doing the counseling thing, the premarital counseling, yeah. so we can really, really dive in. Yeah. Because we could, we talk to each other, and the thing is, we. We both be saying the same thing, but we both saying it in a different way. In a different way, yeah. You say it in a different way where the person get offensive. Yes. But you're not trying to be offensive. You're just trying to state your case. Yes. It's the way you say it and how it come out your mouth. Yes. Yeah. And we don't we don't know how to we know how to talk to each other in some cases, but other cases we gotta both of us have to pull out everything and say, Here this is who, who we are. I'm gonna need you to deal with it. This is okay. it right here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we, we, we're working towards um, yeah, it. Yeah, work on it, man. Work on it. I, I don't like to see relationships messed up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even though I was in some, but I, I don't like to see them messed up. I want everybody to be happy. And, um, you know, what Seth feel like I say, me and your mama didn't work out. Hey, moved on. Me and Sonya didn't work out. She pissed off about it. She bitter about it. But she knows why. <laughs> You know, hey, you know you what know? I think figure she might be bitter about it is the it's the some people are afraid to start over. That's that's the bitter part. Hey, you think that what they fail to realize she think that this I never really thought about that, but I don't let stuff like that bother me. Yeah. I gotta keep it going. You know. If a person really care about you and wanna be with you, they they'll change. You know what I'm saying? You ain't trying to make them change. But if they want the better and stuff, they'll change. They'll change to, 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 to be there for you to make it work. Then you got people that just ain't going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, they say they're going to do it, but they're not going to do it. You know, I ain't got time. If me and, if me and a, per, a woman, man and wife, if I got your back 100%, I feel the same. You should have mine 100 you know, if you F, 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 I got a problem with somebody in your family, you should be able to take care of that. Be, uh, especially if I ain't done nothing to yeah, them. Yeah, bring, bring it to the light, especially if they're giving you, like uh, Trish had somebody in her family, was giving me weird vibes. Mm-hmm. And I told her about it, and she was like, and turns out, she was like, yeah, I do, I do feel that weird vibe. Mm-hmm. And she addressed them on it. She was like, yeah, uh, a couple of uncomfortable feeling around you, da, 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 da. Da-da. He was like, oh, I ain't mean nothing towards you. I, I, I apologize for that. Da-da-da. And he apologized. It was just a very, very uncomfortable feeling. I'm trying to figure out, like, what's your problem? Like, what's up? Yeah, he probably was so looking at you hostile. towards you and stuff like that. Yeah. That's what I was assuming. I was like, something ain't right. But so usually when you um think that, it usually be the right thing. And then when you confront a person with it, either they're going to fess up to it or they're going to lie. You know what I'm saying? Either they're going to fess the truth. No, I ain't got no problem with it. But they shouldn't have showed you that type of aggression. What yeah. time is it? I got to get over there and help them fix this pool. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're going to, yeah, that, that aggression, like you said. Yeah. Uh, there was a, it was just very uncomfortable with them. And had not, it's situated. Now we went over there the uh, other week for the, some other fireworks. Mm-hmm. So... Everything cool. You know, you got people that like that. People don't understand you, so they think if you a certain way, you you this way or you that way. Like, people think I'm a certain way and I'm not. 
get to know me before you judge me. Yeah. Now, some people, you can tell that's straight off. It, that's it. why you got to out the bad guy. Yeah. Some people, you can tell they straight up assholes from the first day you see them. Yeah. But then you got some people, just because you quiet, you mind your business, you got a certain style about yourself, people think something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. You know. Sometimes you got people out here that just rather not talk to other people or get involved in certain things because they don't feel comfortable. No, I'm not going to be around that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to give people the right to pick and choose what they want to do. People, just, just because something, yeah, just because you used to something going this way and you feel like it should be this way and that person life, they don't think the way you think. Yeah. You know, you got to let them be. And that's what makes everybody different. Yeah. yeah. If everybody agreed on the same damn thing, you know how boring this world would be? It would be so boring. You know what I'm saying? Today is a good morning. Say, yes, it is a good morning. Everybody think it's a good this, morning. This is a good morning. It's a yeah, good morning. it's a great. Everybody agreeing on the same thing. You wouldn't get nowhere. Nothing. Different. It wouldn't be no competition. It wouldn't be this. It wouldn't be that. Like, oh, you want to make this shot? Here you go. You make this shot. Oh, you want to make this this touchdown? Here you go. You make it to everybody just giving each other. Yeah, up. yeah. So everybody can be happy. happy. That is, <laughs> you would be miserable. It would be trash. You know, it would be. We all got to have our own unique way of thinking. Yeah. But uh, you said you got to get out of yeah, here. Yeah, I got to get it. Yo, we about to get up out of here, y'all. That's why we was just talking about anything today. Today was stuff anything up, day. You know, anything day. Some of this stuff you might heard us say, we'll come back to it and revisit it again. You know what I'm saying? We ain't trying to make nobody feel left out or anything. Yeah, so you know? uh, any uh, any anything you guys want to talk about, go to the Instagram, Alcast the Podcast, and go check it out. And, uh, oh, this one off the Let's get it popping. Uh, go to the, to the next time. Again, go to the Instagram, y'all. Ask us questions on the Instagram. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm blasting the music already. We better get it popping. But y'all already know, we out. Wow. Man, with that weapon. The boom step stepping. And side to side. L fine play. Pumping new shit by WA. With gangster gangster at the top of the desk. And it's like my own shit. It went something like this. Cruising down the street in my 6 4. Jocking the bitches. Slapping the hoes. Went to the park to get the scoop. Knuckleheads out there cold shooting some hoop. Who can it be? Best El Camino rolling Kilo G. Let's go. Up down the thing and he taught us to stay. It's all about making that GTA. Cause the boys in the hood are always hard. You come talking that trash, we'll pull your car. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't quote me, boy, cause I ain't said shit.